Hi, my name is Joel. I'm a Scorpio. I like long walks on the beach and fluffy white pillows. And I just left my job, my business, my place of work, whatever the hell you want to call it. And uh, it was kind of cool. I was having a conversation with a uh, lady this afternoon who needed a medication for her puppers that she was purchasing from an out-of-state pharmacy, much like mine. Um, and she was spending about 60 bucks on shipping. And I was like, man, that's pretty expensive. Is it coming next day? She's like, oh, no, it's just got to be in this special shipper. And I was like, what do you mean by special shipper? And she's like, well, it's, it's, a very, um, it's a very touchy medication. I was like, oh, okay. Well, well, what is it? And she sent me a picture of the shipper, and it was a cardboard box. And I was like, what's, what's so special about this? She's like, well, on the outside of the package, you see there, it says that it's uh, perishable. And I was like, ah, was there any like plastic in it that like protected the product? Or what's the difference between a box that says perishable and just like a regular box? And she's like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> like, so really the shipping was 60 bucks? She's like, yeah, shipping is 60 bucks. I only need it every other month, so it's not too bad. I'm like, oh, so shipping $30 a month is, is better? And every time that I said something in an attempt to just simply make her laugh, the pause that would come afterwards got longer and longer. And I was like, you do realize I'm, I'm trying to have fun with you. I figure if I'm going to be on the phone with people, I might as well enjoy who I'm talking to. Uh, you do understand that I'm, I'm joking with you. She's like, oh, no, I understand. But it's got me thinking, why, why am I spending so much money on the shipping? I, I don't know. So she proceeds to ask me how much I would charge for the medication. I informed her that I would charge her what she pays for shipping. Um, and she's like, oh, that's too expensive. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, how much are you paying for the medication? Oh, the medication is only $39. I'm like, but you're spending $60 on shipping. She's like, well, well that's just the shipping. I'm like, okay, so let's, let's back up here a second. You spend this amount on the medication and this amount on shipping and it equals this amount. What you spend on shipping is what I charge for the month's supply, but then my shipping charge is only 10 bucks. The only downside is you gotta pay tax, because you're in Illinois. It's like, yeah, I just, I can't get over how much the medication costs. I'm like, <laughs> all right, cool. Well, you have an awesome day, and uh, I hope to talk to you soon. And about 20 minutes later, she left another voicemail, because I don't take incoming calls, and she says, can you call me? I'm confused. I'm like, okay, so I call her back, I'm like, hey, What's confusing? How can I help you? She's like, so I spend what you charge for a month's supply. I spend that on shipping. I'm like, correct. But I save $20 when I buy this from them. And I was like, correct. But you also spend $60 on shipping. And I, I just kind of let her think through this whole thing. Regardless of what you pay for the medication and or what you pay for shipping, the total price is where I would be a little, I would pay attention to that. So if the medication costs a dollar, but it costs me a thousand dollars to have it delivered, that's a thousand and one dollars for my medication. If the medication costs 600 bucks, but I had free shipping, the medication's 600 bucks. So I spent 600 bucks. And I wasn't trying to make the decision for this woman, but I was giving her all of the factoids and the deets. That stands for details, that's a colloquial presentation. So I let her make her own decision. She goes, you know, I think I want to switch to your pharmacy. I'm like, that would be great. Also, um, 
I don't even think I have to ship this because you are in between my pharmacy and my house, so I will just deliver this to you for free. And that's when I heard the clunk, and that was when her jaw hit the floor. So I did ask a follow-up question and asked her to investigate why she was spending so much on shipping. And I also said, I realize that if you find out why you're being charged so much for shipping, that it might end up meaning that I don't get to keep your business. I'm just genuinely curious. Why the hell would you spend $60 on shipping if it's not next day or it's not coming with like a fucking free gift? Like, where is your investment in a $60 shipping charge for something that does not need to be kept refrigerated? That pause right there was for me to ask you the question. So that that was me asking you a question. Is Is anybody going to answer me? So I I think the moral of um, today's story is that sometimes we only look at how much something costs by itself, but we don't realize what else we have to spend to get what we need in our fucking hands. So rather than spending X amount on the product and X amount on shipping, which equals the total price, we only really give a shit about how much we spend on the product, whereas the shipping is just, ah, it's a cost that I have to kind of, I kind of have to deal with that because I need the medication. Well, sure. That makes perfect fucking sense. But why is she... Wow, you're being honked at, bro. Hey, bro, that's a green light. I'm honking. I'm not even next to this dude, and I'm honking for him. (laughs) All right, let me set the stage for all y'all who don't happen to be in my car with me. Actually, anybody who's in my car besides me in the lunchbox, get the fuck out! But yeah, some dude didn't realize that a turn arrow is a green arrow and a green light is also the same thing. You can turn on both, both of them. Which brings me to my next topic of discussion. Why is it that I pronounce the L in the word both? Okay, I can't, like, just not... I can't end it like that because... You, you kind of need to understand why there is even an L in the word both. And I think it has everything to do with the fact that there are people in my life that I am comfortable with. And part of that comfort is being able to enjoy the flexibility that having spoken the English language colloquially for over four decades... We can kind of dick around with the English language and, and, you know, have fun with it. We can fiddle fart. We can, you know, we can fiddle fart with the English language and enjoy, you know, the ins and the outs and the fun things and speaking in acronyms and tongues and nicknames and code words and shit like that. Well, at one point, um, along with my friend Martin and my friend Skelly and my friend Paul, um, I was able to kind of refer to a number of different inside jokes that were bred out of many, many months and many, many affordable beverages. But I think both was one of those things where only a certain, I'd say it's like an eight mile radius. There's like an eight mile radius in the western suburbs of Chicago where women most of, of European, Eastern European descent, but not with necessarily an Eastern European accent. Just they, in their maiden name or like their new married name, they've got like either a freaking Czechoslovakian 
or Polish or there's an Eastern European descent in their lineage at some point. Um, those women, maybe the second, third generation um, Americans of that descent, they use that shit. Like it's specific as hell. Like I'll give you one more specific example of something that I've noticed linguistically um, before I pull into my driveway. So my mother-in-law um, started dating this dude and I overheard him in the background while I was on the phone with her. I don't remember what we were talking about. But I was like, who is that in the background? She goes, oh, that's Mike. And Mike is my new stepfather-in-law? Doesn't really matter. But I'm like, where is that dude from? Because his voice was so specific that I could actually pinpoint this, no bullshit, to like a four-block area on the east side of Aurora. Like, I am not shitting you. This dude's voice put me in Brad Mathis's or Terry Rukas's driveway. There's a wiffle ball bat in my hand, and somebody's got their freaking trunk open, and we're listening to the freaking doors out of somebody's car stereo. Like, no bullshit. This is Leonard Circle. I am listening to the male embodiment of over 60-year-old Leonard Circle. And sure as shit, this dude lived on the frickin' circle. The circle of Leonard's. And if you're from Aurora or familiar with Aurora, Illinois, you will know that Leonard's circle is famous for its Peanuts-themed Christmas display, which back in the day was, like, revolutionary. They would be, like, everybody would have the same speakers playing the same Christmas shit, and house one would lead into the house two, lead into the house three, and they're all telling a story, different sides of the street. One side's got shit to read, one side's got cute little freaking animals and, and Jesuses and, and, you know, fucking gifts from the Magi and shit. This specific place is also home to a very, very specific sharpness and Midwestern Chicago accent specificness that is so dialed in that the fact that I didn't even talk to this dude ear to mouth, mouth to ear type shit, I overheard him in the background of a phone call I was having with someone else miles away because we know the farther away that we are, the more intense anything is. Um, if you're right down the street, ah, I could have shouted this news. But just like with that dude Charlie Barron's, that comedian Charlie Barron's who's fucking hilarious like the Wisconsin dude, there is a specific neighborhood accent to Leonard Circle in Aurora, and I overheard it on the phone. So if I, Joel Frieders, being of sound mind, which is also up for fucking debate, if I can detect that shit, I think it's, 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 it's an acceptable thing for me to assume that I can tell that the pronunciation of the L in the word both is a descendant of... Females in the western suburbs of Chicago in a specific maybe eight-mile region of Eastern European descent. I don't know if I said that already. So I, I hope that you have enjoyed how fucking incredible I am at linguistics. And also, um, yeah, one of these days I'll do like an impersonation of Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike has the most specifically Leonard Circle voice ever. And sometimes I just ask him to read the phone book because it's so comforting. Because playing wiffle ball on Leonard Circle when I was a kid, man, that was some good times. There weren't, like, 
global pandemics. There weren't freaking January the 6th insurrectionists. There wasn't fucking masks. Like, there are fucking masks all over my floor in my car right now. There were no masks on my floor in 1996, which was a good year. All right, bye. You look great.